I don't know if I can use any of this for the intro and outro. The That's political fine. bullshit? Yeah, I, I absolutely can't. <laughs> you can talk about games. Ah, uh, forget it. Hey, welcome to episode 95 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake. Hey. And Severn. Yo. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 It's going well. Good. That nodding comes across yeah, very I know, well. I know. I've, I've got to stop nodding. Yeah. Um, so, as always, we talk, We start off episodes by talking about what we've been playing. Um, last week, we, we started by talking about what we've been playing. We went around. Everyone talked about what they been playing and then we went into detail i yep. thought that worked well this is your new format it's my new format yep. you invented that on the fly as well right i did um so I- i've just been playing a lot of mobile games <laughs> oh my god um mostly idle games there's yep. one called idle zen i think i talked about it last time which is uses ball physics oh um, yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool there's a always sunny in philadelphia idle game Whoa. i've been playing as of last night um and there's a, a couple others what do you, what do you do in the it's always sunny game you help them set up their schemes huh and it's divided it's it's interesting so um we can talk about it in, in more detail um that's pretty much yeah uh, all i've been playing nothing made. oh um also pokemon we, we beat pokemon oh right uh that's cool which was fun you kept doing the the nuzlocke it? run the nuzlocke yeah, 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 run yeah. yeah yeah i think we um did i tell you about the the dragonite thing don't think so oh man what was so, its name uh his name was julio julio um so several o's at the end uh i don't remember why we call him julio julio but we did um he, we he's it was a dragonair we spent ages leveling him up uh he levels up level 55 which is like the highest of all pokemon basically uh, and then so i was like finally super stoked that we'd finally leveled up the super strong pokemon uh, you get into a, a fight. We're fighting a a Rhydon. I'm like, sweet. Finally, we get to test out the power of this badass Dragonite. And Rhydon uses Ice Punch and kills it. Wow. One hit. I was we like, very Julio, sad. Julio, no! <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, Julio, Julio! <laughs> um, it was very sad. We were very sad. Oh, Heartbroken, man. even. I love um, it. <laughs> and we literally had spent, I think we, I don't know, we spent three or four gyms leveling him up. Like, yep. A, always keeping wow. him in the front of the party, trying yeah. to just get him to. And that was just because it was the, the type that was, it was, uh, you know, the type that was uh, strongest against him or something. Uh, ice punch uh, deals quad damage to, oh. like, like ice moves deal quad damage yeah. to, to dragon flying types. So. Ouch. It was very, very sad. What a bummer. Yep. But we still beat it. Yep. Uh, what about you guys? What have you been playing? Um, I have played a little bit more of Stonehearth. <laughs> you said nothing about this last time. Yeah, I, I never time. got around to talking about it last time. Um, still good? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The name's Stonehearth. They, why did they go with that? Because you have a stone hearth. <sighs> it's, I mean, there's no way that... People aren't going to be confused about that. I know. Name. I'm surprised that it's, they never so changed like, the name. They're like, what should we call the game? Stonearth. Should Hearth, we Google and Hearth. make sure that's fine? Nah. Hearthstone had absolutely, because this was a Kickstarter game, I think. And Hearthstone had absolutely like come out. That was 2012 that Hearthstone came out. Oh, no, no. I'm pretty sure it must have 2013. Yeah, 2013 was but when this, the this had a, This had a long, early access uh, life. <sighs> um, so they absolutely had plenty of time change that name if they okay. wanted to yeah so we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah. more detail anything else um i played uh oh yeah i played the anthem demo and i have some opinions yep. about it but because anthem we'll has already come out it's probably completely pointless well, we'll get into that briefly then <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and oh what sorry else? what else uh played a bit of ashen and i started playing hollow knight just this morning okay yeah cool um yeah ashen I started a new game, Nation. A new game. Yep, and it's and it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not dying. Like, Wait, did you start again? Yeah, from the start. 
Oh. But was it like a class choice or something? No, they no. They did a Dark Souls no, thing where you... No classes. It was a okay. thing of like... Um, so you talked about getting that flask yeah. uh, from, from the guy? Yeah, yeah. From the mustache man. Yeah, from, from your buddy. Yep. Um, so I had half completed that quest and yep. never cashed on, on the flask. Oh. And so I just ran into the first boss fight. Yeah. Oh, shit. With, <laughs> without the flask. With those little like... Like, uh, what are they? Yeah. Fruit that only give you a little bit of life? Yeah, yeah. You got to eat like five of them to With get those. <laughs> But the thing is, I had mistakenly eaten all of those fruit things. So I actually had just one bar of health yeah. going into the first oh, uh, boss fight. Um, that first boss fight is pretty tough. Yeah. There's that one in the the ruin when it's like a shadow thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a mask from it. Yeah. That's um, right. So yeah, I, I started a new game, beat him. Yep. And I was real like proud of myself. Um, so yeah, things are going good with that. Did you did you suddenly be like, I get it, I get why people like this. Game. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of cool. That that first playthrough was like, I, I think enough for me to sort of learn the ropes a little bit. Yeah. And then that second playthrough was good because I started doing more exploring. Right. How come you started all over again instead yeah. of just continuing on from what you had? It was so ruined, dude. I didn't even know that uh, after you get that guy's flask, that there were merchants around your town. That's can sell you stuff. Yeah. I don't know that. There's merchants also just like those people they're just out in the wilderness as well that you can just ah, find. Right. So how come you didn't just go back? I I don't know. How, I think I'm I had so... like a quest marker active and I just followed that. And that led me to the first Yeah, no, no, no. I mean I yeah, Because when you get like multiple quests you like, can activate, you can activate them. One. Yeah, but if you just had the one on like the main whatever quest, yeah. you would have just been going on that. And so I thought that was what I Yeah had to pursue at the time yeah yeah but but i didn't know you could like switch them up yeah I, mean, I meant like uh why didn't you upon learning about the flask thing mm. just go back continue and log in turn around <laughs> yeah go back to wherever it was i, I why thought, did you start again well uh i i'd consumed a lot of resources that first time around as well mm. uh those resources you don't get back okay um like like the fruit as soon yeah. as a guy drops it or i think as soon as you pick it up it's just not there in the world mm. again um yeah, so, so it was just a matter of you I'd felt nerfed, like you'd wasted I'd, too much stuff. I, yeah, I nerfed that first playthrough yeah. um, so much. Okay. Um, oh, and Apex. I've been play, playing some, Apex some Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about that. So uh, I keep seeing posts about it on Reddit. Mm -hmm. I keep seeing uh, big numbers, 25 million players. What I really million. like about that game is it just it just dropped. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, no build-up to it. I had not heard of it, mm -hmm. and then suddenly so, people were talking about it. Some somebody Seth at work, I think. Yep. Uh, he w he was telling me a theory he had about that. Okay. Was that games these days, if they have a long build up, yeah, allows people to build up expect expectations, right, and build up like an already hate campaign against them. <laughs> yep. You know, mm. like you YouTube videos of like why this is gonna suck, blah blah blah. And, yeah. Okay. You know. So it's got that, and it's also got like but, the the high expectations of yeah, of the, build up. It's true. two things. Yeah, and, but the the opposite is also true. Like, yeah, I mean, hype uh, makes people excited to play. Yeah, but hype also can lead to disappointment. Of course. As we've seen with No Man's Sky. <laughs> yes, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, so uh, so just dropping, mm. no one has time to build up any any expectations, good or negative, for mm -hmm. them. They're just playing it. Yeah. This is this that strategy really only works for a select few developers. Oh yeah. Like, I was I was thinking that Blizzard like in, do an it? indie game can't really do yeah, that because no. like I mean indie games drop all the time on Steam that nobody's ever heard of. Yes. So. Uh, Blizzard could pull it off. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously like so the, the, the the Treyarch people, not they're not Treyarch. The Call of Duty guys. Yeah. What what are they called now? The yeah, that's right. No, no, Infinity the, Ward. Infinity Ward. No, the the ones that became the, <laughs> the Apex EA Apex Legends guys. <laughs> oh, respawn, respawn. Oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. They. I'm still thinking. You're, like, you're thinking Vincent of 2011 Pelt. when they were yeah. Vincent Pinella or whatever was like yeah. booted out of his office. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I, I I like that guy, man. Everything I read about him, I've never really uh, looked into him very much. I just I just remember the big controversy when it happened. Yeah, yeah. People were locked out of their it. own office. Yeah, amazing. Um, it's good, man. It's polished. Uh, good. The the landscapes really. Uh, there's a lot of variation in there. There's a lot of vertical um, stuff. It's it's. I, I guess the comparison. Everyone knows about this freaking game, 
at this point, right? Yeah, I think everyone's got a... <clears throat> There's no building in it. <laughs> yes, dude. You're on with teams. That sounds great. It's just pure shooting. Yeah. And sliding down mountains. Class-based, right? Um, Class-based, yep. Yeah. More heroes on the way. Um, yeah, and it's good. It's quick. Mm. There's a lot of... Like, you can spend money if you want. You don't need to spend money if you don't want. It's I like good. it's free. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. You and know? you know how you talked about uh, Destiny last time and that gun feel? Yeah. It... it, it it has got that? that same good nice. gun, like, uh, yeah, it, it's really I mean, good. Those to shoot guys really know how to make a shooter, though. Mm. That's yeah. that's their thing. Yeah, yeah. So, makes sense. I'm loving it, man. Like you, you drop in and you look around. You can see other people like streaming with their different colors. Yep. Um, across the landscape, that's cool. Just like as a visual marker. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot about the pinging system. The yeah, uh, that's really cool. The contextual pinging. Yeah. That's neat. Yep. Um. So. So good you. Game? Oh, dude, I, I won my first uh, Battle Royale match. Wow. Last week. Oh, wait, as in like the very first one you played, you won? Or uh, no, you, no. For the, the first the time first, ever, you won a... The first Battle Royale thing I had won ever. Right. You know, you know, I, I think how many attempts? Like, what's that? How many attempts? Ooh, quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many players per round? Is it like 60, something like that? Yeah, 60 people, teams of three. Interesting. Um, yeah, some people are really good at that game. So are you, are you playing it with people you know? Yeah. Okay. Mm, I, I, I loaded it up last night, and then it just like put me in a team with random people. Yeah, it'll do like, that ah. if you don't have a party. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I thought you could. Because I'd, I'd heard you know it was teams of three, but I just assumed that was also optional that you could just go and buy on your. Oh, own. you want to actually go and buy? Stuff? Yeah, I want to be. A, a you can be a lone wolf. Pound solo guy. You can you can do that. Yeah. You don't need to care about your team, but it means. That team is screwed. Oh right! But yeah, you yeah. also see. I also. I mean, that's the thing. I don't want to be the asshole on the team that's not playing by the team. I I mm. think you can like just uh, set your party to an invite only thing and then just rock in there. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah default is like yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll put you in yeah. a party. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff, man. I should try it. Did you yeah. play? You, you played Fortnite a little bit. I tried to, man. And then I tried. People did did you shit. find the um? multitasking of building and shooting just too much yeah yeah same i felt like because I've, I've i've been te- i think i've said this before on the podcast that i played it with some mates and one of my mates like nephew who's like 15 mm. and he was definitely the best person on the team but i felt like such an old man who was just <laughs> like oh why can't i just shoot people instead yeah. of shoot and build like yeah it, it was so much easier back in my day where we just had to shoot people yeah that's the only thing you, had. you killed people yeah and there wasn't this whole meter about building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my... I, so I, I downloaded it on the Switch. Yep. Because why not? It's Fortnite, free. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, yeah, I felt pretty much exactly the same. It yeah. was like the, all of the building stuff felt like it got in the way yeah. of, of what was otherwise pretty fun. But when I saw like uh, like my mate's nephew play, he yeah. he was just flying through it, no problems. And then when I would get killed, it would like switch to following the um person that killed me yeah they're just playing it like there's no problem so yeah. i think it's just i don't know man. i'm sure with enough hours i <laughs> yeah, would get well, used to if it if you've but... got if it's the only game you play you're probably going to get great at it like yeah yeah and these these kids these damn kids <laughs> that's the only game they I play i don't care for it <laughs> yeah yeah um what about blake you you played uh anthem oh yeah demo. so i played the i played the anthem demo um and it really just made me want to play Destiny. Huh. I I played it for two hours and then I went and played Destiny for probably like four hmm. right after. So why why did it make uh, you want to so play? So it to me like to me it felt like um it felt like like a third person. I mean it felt like a third person MMO in in that like it didn't have that. That, that gun impact that I was talking about, that you were mm, just talking about, feeling? and I was talking about in Destiny, mm-hmm. that it didn't yeah. have that feel. It just felt like I was like pointing at a target and holding down the button until the health had disappeared. I didn't really feel like I was shooting anything real. Right. Uh, it felt more like an MMO. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why, yeah. It felt more like an MMO. Yeah. It felt more like a World of Warcraft style MMO. And yeah. And, and so there was that which really. I didn't enjoy. And there was, uh, the other thing that I really didn't like was, um, you go, you, you start off in the sort of hub 
and you've got like you talk to some you talk to people and characters and there's stuff happening you know there's cutscenes and stuff and it's all interesting and you're like oh this is cool some cool world building in the city and then you go out and onto the mission you select your mission and then you're instantly put into a party mm. with like uh three other people mm-hmm. and they're jumping around they're dancing they're like doing all this stuff and they're off they're having fun they're having yeah, i guess they're having fun <laughs> they're off and it just felt like a dungeon run in world of warcraft uh, that i didn't know what i was doing and yeah if I strayed too far from the group, I got teleported to, to them, huh. and it just felt like See, I was. So it felt like I was along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Being carried, even though you didn't. Yeah, it felt it. like I was being carried. Yeah. Um, but I've I've since been told that uh, you can turn that off. You can just go out solo. Oh sure, so but that should that, not be the default. Like, yeah, it not, yeah. That should not default to default to playing. That's what really weirded me out because it's not set up in any way. Like it never talk. I don't think it ever talks about a team. It's just like get out, get out there in your javelin, yeah. and you walk up to this thing, and there's only one javelin there. Mm-hmm. So when you leave, you think it's just going to be you out there, uh. and then there's like three other people, and I don't know. Uh, other people seem to really like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard mixed things. So one thing I've I've heard criticisms of is the loot system as well. I didn't play long enough to deal with the loot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got I got loot, and I was like, it's it seemed fine. I was treating it like in Destiny, where you just pick the gun that has the bigger number. Yeah, so that's basically yeah. what it it sort of sounds like yeah. to me. Is and, um, I mean, you compare it's it's not an action RPG style where it's like um, there's lots of different styles of yeah. gameplay necessarily. It's more like an MMO where you yeah you just and get better tiers. Yeah, and your your javelin seems to be oh, your your javelin is the thing that determines your class mm. and. I mean, in the demo, you only started off with one type of javelin, but then I saw a few people with like a couple of other types, so I guess they unlocked those. I don't know how the real game is going to be because I've not played it. The flying looks good. The flying is cool, but like, man, do you just crash into everything constantly? Really? Yeah, and I, I actually, uh, what's what's interesting is that like, um, when I jumped, as soon as I was going through the menus, mm-hmm. it felt like it was designed for a controller. And you were playing on PC. And I was playing on PC. And then right. I jumped into the, the game and, you know, started playing. And it just, like, flying around with a mouse just seemed impossible. Interesting. And so I switched out and put in a controller. And I had a way, way better time with the See, controller. I, ugh. I don't know how I, how I feel about that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's real weird. Because the thing is, like, third-person games, I've always felt were better with a controller. Okay. Um. But then when you're in this in the the hub city, it's yeah. first person. So then it feels weird on a controller to me. So it switches between first and third person depending on where you are. Yeah, well the hub world you're in first person. Why? I don't know. Which is actually maybe it's just to be the opposite of Destiny because in Destiny when you're in the hub world it's in third person. And it's first person when and you're in And it's in first person the... everywhere That's else. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That seems weird to me. In the in uh, in Destiny in the hub zone, that's yeah. when it mostly feels. That's when you really get a MMO feel right. because it's in third person. I think, and you see everybody else it's, jumping around and dancing and 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 doing whatever. I guess that it's interesting that they even have that switch between perspectives. Yeah, I guess I, I, I don't I, know. I have no idea why. I I assume it's so that you have uh, some investment in the appearance of your character. Sure. And like, I, I, I guess, and but like the effect that gear has on your appearance. Yeah. But I like, mean, you see, I mean, in destiny, right, you see your character in the menu and when you do an emote, it switches out to third person. So you see your character then. Right. Um, and you can't, yeah, I don't know. It probably is just to look at your character and be yeah. like, look how cool my gear is. I guess it's, it's more interesting in a social area to see your character. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. I, sp- I suppose it is. So it's interesting to me that, Anthem has done the opposite. Yeah. I'd actually, so, I never realized it was the, the opposite until like just now. <laughs> what's, what's Almost like point? it's intentional. <laughs> what's the point of going into first person in a social area, I wonder? Well, that is very well, interesting. To me. I don't know what this is like in the main game, but the, the it wasn't a social area. Oh, okay. It was just you. And that's why it felt weird going out into the real world when you're instantly put into a, a party. That's interesting. Yeah. Like I, there was, I didn't see anybody else around. Yeah. And I, it can't be, I'm pretty sure it can't be because it, the space had been created in a way that didn't look like it, it facilitated like a lot of people. Right. You know, you okay. know how that MMO, 
Yeah, lots field, of open space. Like, a lot of open space. Yeah. yeah, this was like small, like uh, like alleyways like and things like that. Yeah, mm. stuff that like you had, you know, so fifteen are there, people in there it would be crowded. Are there big social hub areas? Uh, the, the I guess in in uh, in Anthem, it seems like you can actually just go into free play mode, which then right. you're there on your own, um, or in a party that you've like set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just fly around and there's just like dungeons and things to do and, and public events and stuff like that. And that feels very destiny like, cause that's just destiny in itself is like, you go to these areas and there's dungeons and public events and yep. there's quests and stuff like that. Um, but it just like, that's what I, when I was doing that, I felt like I was enjoying it way more, but because that's a, like that was an optional thing yeah, and not, you had to actively not do a mission you're right. To do it, it felt like you're going. You're going off the beaten path. Yeah, it felt like kind of a, like a waste of time. Right. Um, but then again, I... like this was the demo, and now that the game is out, I'm probably I could be completely wrong. Right. Like, if you guys are playing uh, Anthem, email us. Yeah. What you think? Yeah. Uh, but it made questions at gmail.com. What I what I played made me not want to get that game. Mm. Yeah. And then I went and played Destiny for like another four hours afterwards. <laughs> So you're still enjoying Destiny? Um, I'm. I've, I've sort of taken a break from it. I got a bit, bit burnt out on it. Interesting. Yeah. There was there was one uh, there was one quest in particular that I really just got burnt out on, where me and my a buddy were like, uh, just we were just like slamming our face against this wall. Uh huh. It does sound like a boring like. quest. <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible quest. <laughs> <laughs> it it felt it had that feeling of Ed like. But this wall. We, 10,000 times. That's kind of what it was. And we were just doing this like really tough quest over and over. And then when we finally did it, there was a bug at the end that didn't allow us to complete it. Oh, wow. And I was like... That sucks. And it, and it was like... It was seriously like 1.30 in the morning Ugh. when this happened. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I've taken like a, a, a week week break from it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So that is my experience with Anthem. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Subvern. Yeah. Mm. Ashen. Yep. Uh, it's quite a lot like Dark Souls, right? That's, <clears> that's its whole thing. I, I haven't played a Dark Souls game, but that's what like, I'm told. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like a way more approachable and nicer Dark Souls. Cool. So, yeah. so you've been playing it. Yeah. Satisfying? It's good, man. I, 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 I'm starting to get it. Yeah. Like what, what people say about these Dark Souls games. Yeah. So what is what what what, uh, is it? what yeah what is the <laughs> it that you're getting? Uh, the accomplishment that you get from beating beating things, right? Beating that boss. It, it feels great, right? I, I love it. Does it feel good. Yeah, I Especially wish. Especially when, dude, I I must have fought that guy fifteen times. Oh shit! And the first time in that first playthrough, got yeah, through it. Nice. I was like, shit, this flask. That's yeah, this that's magic it. flask. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> man, that was. I can't believe you did that. The you know, first what was time. crazy, that's insanely tough. What was crazy was um. I, that, that first playthrough, after it, I was so down that I was like, maybe it's just impossible for me to do it. Maybe I've just got to, like, be really good at this game. Yeah. Mm, thinking that you had to verse it with one bar of health. Right. So I got onto YouTube, and I was like, all right, first boss fight. And people just went through it, and they were sipping on this flask. Yeah, they were what? just running around this place. I was like, what? <laughs> Shit. That must be that flask that Blake's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, but- I, do, I do this mission. Everything's way clearer. Um I'm just running around, like in the open, killing spare people. Um, <laughs> and, and I get that. Why does quest- that sound kind of racist to me? Spear people. There oh, are you people like those roundies? That, yeah. spear, spear, oh, spear people. people. Uh, yeah, there are these, I think they're women. Killing like, the witch, natives. Yeah, yeah. Witch-looking people. Yeah. Um, they're throwing, throwing spears at you. Okay. Um, the thing is, I did the first half of that quest, and it just made like a lot of sense when the guy was like, hey, uh, I don't know, there's like a chest or something that you go out into the world and get for him. Yeah. Yeah, and then he just hands you a flask, and I was like, oh my God, this is that yeah. thing. Did nice. you see he's got a bench where you can upgrade the flask? Yeah. 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 I um. Is it just the one flask that you just use the whole game? Yeah. Okay. So you, how, you how missed far, like a real important... <laughs> how how far are you in the game? Um. So you know on the map, I am... I think I'm in the last... Well, there's... there's there's a sort of landmass, and then there's seems like there's an island, mm. 
I'm not at the island, but I'm pretty close to the end of the landmass. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It goes like the funny thing is it goes fast. Yeah. Like I I remember getting to like the second area, and it was all like spooky and stuff, and I was like, oh man, this is, and looking at the mapping, like I've got so far to go, yeah. and then suddenly I'm just like almost at the end of this continent i'm like oh shit i didn't even realize because <laughs> wow. it's just it was it was just fun the whole time i'm starting to get missions outside of this first starting area yep and uh and i'm kind of holding off a little bit yeah i'm thinking about getting back into stream in it when, when i can yeah so what makes it more approachable than dark souls um let me think i think uh well having the quests there at least give you Direction. Uh, direction. Yeah. And because Dark Souls. Gar Dark Souls. Dark Souls is kind of right. aimless. Yeah. And the first Dark Souls, I thought, uh, like, uh, that was in its favor because okay. the level design in, in that first Dark Souls, everything was so intertwined that just wandering around, you end up, um, you know, looping back around and you sort of. You end up where like, you should be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has a good way of, like, funneling mm. you places. And if you find an area that's like things are wasting you too much, you're like, I'm not ready for that, and there's always somewhere else to go. Right. Whereas, like, I think Dark Souls Two just felt like a really wide corridor. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And Three was, you know, a sort of building on uh, one where like things were interconnected, but it also had much more of a corridor feel as well. It wasn't this like giant. It wasn't just one giant world. It did feel like corridors, but within those corridors, there were things looping around on on themselves. Okay, so, so it was sort of like um, it was like a blend, it was like a hub corridor with level. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a blend of them both, and that mm. that was like quite enjoyable because you you still felt like you were you weren't aimlessly wandering. Mm -hmm. You were aimlessly wandering within the zones, but you weren't aimlessly wandering throughout the world. Okay, yeah, but um, yeah, I think Ashton like those quests like really give you a direction to go to. Yeah, you know they, yeah. T tell me they uh. I spoke about it in the last episode, that witch cave. Yeah. Have you been through there? Um, I, I think I might have. Yeah. Where, so It's right at the start. There's a, yeah, so there's a couple of these witch caves. Okay. Um, and the one I was thinking of is in, I think, the third zone. Okay. But it, I did find the one at the start. Yeah. And I is think, that brutal for you? Because, dude, I'm dying every time. Um, I was, when I got, I, I, I found that, cave uh pretty late so i just like ran through it okay. but the Damn. the cave that i found in the third zone yeah like i stumbled upon that like almost straight away and yeah it, it was it's brutal it was brutal yeah i'm getting one shot yeah uh, I, ki I killed the first thing yeah approach the second one and then two like swarm you. it's wow it's dangerous those things are terrifying and there's uh there's like actual dungeons that have these things in like tight corridors and shit. and like if you if you dodge too far you'll fall to your death kind of thing and it's like <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> stressful and like that, see that doesn't sound that fun to me well you just you learn you learn it like the thing with those ghost things is that mm. they let you know they're there yeah. before they attack you the thing with dark souls is that things would just attack you and you yes. die, and you're like, you well, would, you that's would, a You would walk out of a door, and there would be three things yeah, hidden around yeah. the corner. And, and Dark, Dark Souls 2 was especially bad for that. Yeah. But um, in Ashen, like, this ghost thing that's, like, one-shotting you, yeah. you see it, and then it vanishes, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you go a little bit further, and then you see it again, and it attacks you. Yeah. So you sort of know And it kind of it... does do a taunt before it actually charges you, too. Yeah. Um, I would... The thing is, when I encounter those... You know, you see them and then they disappear. And when you see them again, I just start rolling all over the place. <laughs> I just start preemptively rolling. Just start yeah. dodging. Yeah, and then hopefully it'll hit the, the whoever the buddy is and they start mauling <laughs> them and I can just like smash the smash its back. Oh, so you've got allies? Yeah, yeah. You always have a you always have an AI person or sometimes they're a real person. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. you did mention that. Yeah. Um, have you uh, experienced a real person entering your game? Somebody? No, no, I don't think so. It's how, do you, how do you know? It's hard to tell because like, the only way I I could tell was that um, the 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 guy was like running ahead of me and like doing suddenly playing way better than the, like the AI. AI used to. Yeah. And then I realized what was happening, um, but I actually I've actually turned that off because huh. <laughs> the thing that I like my AI stupid. Well, the thing that annoys you. Well, I, I <laughs> the thing with the AI is that it'll stay, it'll stick to you. Right. Um. 
but, but this guy just ran off mm. and like started fighting an enemy and I just watched him die and then I just lost that character for a while. <laughs> oh, right. And I was like, cool. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't trust yeah. these players. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's really cool, man. The, the, um, after that first boss fight, you walk up, like you're into this like water cave area. Yeah. You're standing on this ledge and this uh, woman, she summons like a god or some shit. And she summons area. God. It's, it's very a god. Cool. Uh, but this guy's huge. Oh no, okay. it's a ch- it's, it's a chick. Yeah, and yeah, and like all those hair starts raveling out. That's hands cool. are like next to you, and you're just looking up at this thing. It was really epic. Good, that good sense, sense of scale. scale. Did, you, yeah, did, did, did you think it was cool that she had a face? Yeah, she did. <laughs> She's the only Skin only thing in the world that has a face. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know they're <laughs> yeah. a god. Yeah, mm. they've got a face. Wow. Um, uh, uh, what are you guys playing it on? Uh, PC. Yeah, PC. Yeah. Okay. It's on that Epic Store. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it on Steam as well? Not yet. I haven't. I don't think so. Because I had it on my wish list on Steam. So how do you feel about the Steam and Epic Store? I think thing? it's good. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of competition. Yeah. I yep. like <laughs> healthy competition is good. And uh, it seems and, uh, like the the eighty twenty revenue split was it something like that? It was like oh, I don't know. Way I'm... better for developers mm. on, on yes. Epic. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. And I think good. it's. I think what's good is that, like, uh, you know how other publishers have tried their own thing. You know, Ubisoft, yeah, and you got the Origins thing. Yeah. yeah. But they never, they're never like competitive. Really, they just feel like they're there to try to lock people into into their own thing. Into their own thing. But yeah. like the Epic Store, it feels like it's a proper competitor. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they've gone out of their way to acquire mm. third-party developers and interesting developers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to you know. Give some variety and quality. I like it. Nice. I like it. And like, uh, I saw just recently that since Apex is is out, like, uh, Fortnite has like a free battle pass suddenly. Oh yeah, and I, like, I got that email. Yeah, and it's like this is this is great. Mm. I think this is great. Yep. But but also on the Epic Store they have like free games. Subnautica's out for free right now. Ooh, I think. It, I've heard so really good things that. about Subnautica. Yeah, Carl, and Carl's had, been talking about that. He's really been enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. Might, all right, I might have to get. I've been, store. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, people have told me to, to play that game for like a couple Subnautica? of years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, um, going to be picking up this Metro game, which is out 20... on the Epic. 30... I think it's Exodus. Exodus. Oh right. yeah. That looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's oh, been that, getting some yep. really good reviews too. Yeah. And did so you, that, that's on the Oh Epic man. Store. Did you hear about this, uh, the steam bombing yeah. of the Metro games? <laughs> because they did the, the deal with, um. It Epic. was Epic, right? They're yeah. on the Epic store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like an exclusive thing. Yep. And then Angry Gamers are uh, on Steam like downvoting all the Metro games. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't understand that. Why? Well, it's an outlet. They don't want to install People are angry the Fortnite. And they have an outlet. Okay. So they, they have a way they of, don't, they they have don't a way of get like, the Epic store. So they vote a different game down. Yeah. yeah. People Yeah, people do this. They do this. It's happened before but for what the other things. What does achieve for them? Well, it it makes them feel better. How? Because they've. That's <laughs> not it, because they. Epic doesn't had an see influence. these. <laughs> they've had an influence. Okay. In the world, mm. that's it, really. That's so silly. Like they're they're angry, and that is their only. They feel that that's their only way of. I don't know. <laughs> getting back at someone. Oh, getting dear. back at the developer for. If you give people a like and dislike button, and you do something shitty. Yeah, <laughs> or but, perceived to be shitty. Yeah. yeah, this has happened before with other things. I, 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 I know it's happened before. I can't remember exactly things. It's it's as if like they didn't like the direction of a Marvel movie, and so they started downvoting a different Marvel movie on yeah. Netflix. Well, I, it's you, like you always hear. What do you? What do you, what do you well, you always like hear there? these. I, yeah, I know, but <laughs> you always hear these stories of like I don't know how much impact they really have, but like you know. Uh, when DC has a has a bad movie, these stories come out and they're like, oh, it was all those Marvel fans that downvoted it on oh, like, Rotten or something. Right. Probably no. not. I'm sure there were some like really weird hardcore fans, but I don't think it's going to affect a, a anyone that much. A similar thing kind of happened with this Apex game where um, some people were like really bummed that they, they didn't get a Titanfall 3 game. Okay. And uh, I mean, it's not like this is preventing a titanfall free three from ever happening sure um but people were like uh yeah did you play titanfall 2 and they were like 
uh, no, no, but I was hoping to pick up three. It was just like, <laughs> well, these, right. it's just dumb internet, <laughs> yeah. like, rage culture. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah, I, it is. It you is know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when we get people who are like, I was going to buy a supporter pack, mm. but then you did this thing, and yeah. now I'm not going to. We you, got. Yeah, they we, weren't going to buy it anyway. It's like, the, oh, they made this account six years ago, and they've never been. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got so much of that when we announced for Xbox. Yeah, it was I just remember. like, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It was amazing. And. I think I've said this before, right? That the 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 part of Exile Reddit was uh, aflame with that sort of thing. But then the Xbox Reddit was all like, "Oh man, I'm so stoked! Yeah. I'm getting this game on Xbox." Yeah, and and when we announced PlayStation, not a single murmur yeah. about it being like, "Oh, what are they doing?" Yeah. In fact, we've had a lot of people asking when it's coming out on PlayStation. Well, a few people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about a game I've been playing, which I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, Katamari Damacy. Did I have I, did I mention that last no, time? I don't remember. Uh, so came out years ago on PlayStation Two, and uh, and then it came out on Switch relatively recently. Mm-hmm. And I played We Heart Katamari. Have you guys played any Katamari games? No. <sighs> so much fun. It's so satisfying. It's 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 a eat it eats eats things right. Sort of. I thought that was the it's thing. Like a big ball or something. Yeah. Like the a... way the way it works is you're a little dude, and um. And you have a ball called a Katamari. I don't know why it's called a Katamari. Mm. And um, the king of all cosmos, who is your dad, mm-hmm. um, destroyed all the stars and planets by accident. And so you have to roll up objects on Earth so he can turn it into a star. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's real weird, but it's like delightfully weird. And um, they go out of their way to do like really weird stuff with. They've got these little that cutscenes. premise. Uh, sorry, I I still don't get the premise. <laughs> I don't get it. It's Can't exactly just, cannot picture it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wants you to roll up objects on the surface of Earth. Yeah. To then make it, those objects into a star. Yeah. He turns the turns your Katamari into a star. Not the planet Earth or anything. No, no, no. no. Just the just the Katamari. Okay. Just um, the objects on Earth. And yeah. you, you get yeah. another ca- Katamari. Huh? Do you get another category? Yeah, every level, every level you get a new category. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, and oh, first of all, you guys should just play this game because it's it's just a wonderful, fun game. Hmm. But they they do some very interesting things with progression, and um, uh, it's also an example of a game where controls are part of the content. So uh, I I would use as the extreme example, uh, Quop. Yep. So in Quop or whatever you you. You use the letters QWOP to move your character, and um, uh, or Octodad is another one where it's like the difficulty of controlling is part of the gameplay. Um, it's not necessarily difficult to control in Katamari, but it is an unusual control mechanism. You use only basically the left and the right sticks, and um, you think of it as your left hand and your right hand, mm-hmm. and you're pushing a ball. Okay. So when you move, when you push both of the sticks forward, you're pushing the ball forward. If you push only one of the sticks forward, you're kind of spinning yourself around the ball. Mm-hmm. If you push them in opposite directions, you spin yourself around faster. Um, it's just a, like a kind of a clever and interesting way of w- making this control scheme kind of um, odd, but also kind of intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just such a delightfully weird and satisfying mm-hmm. game. I wish we had this. It's something we actually lack a lot of is weird games. You think so? Yeah, I, I, weird in this sense, anyway. Like, Octodad is a weird game. Mm. Um, What's uh, the last weird game you have played? Then? Katamari Dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before that. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, probably that game I talked about ages ago. It was a, it was a mobile uh, infinite runner where you are ahead rolling around and, oh and you have to get over pits by yelling. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember uh, you talking about uh, that. Uh, <laughs> that does sound pretty weird. It's real weird, and and in fact, the heads come come off of a tree. They grow as fruit. Oh and no, I do remember off. this because that's a uh, Chinese legend. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. The oh. the, the tree with heads and um, yeah. Okay, but it, were the controls weird with that, or just the premise was weird? Just the premise was okay. weird. Um, uh, Katamari is so freaking weird, but so much fun. <laughs> um, you guys absolutely should play it. It's uh, the the way they like start you off, so at the very first level you start off as a like five centimeter tall ball, mm-hmm. and you're rolling up like paper clips and dice and right. and caramels and um and eventually you get to the size where you can roll up living mice and it's an, such an achievement because it's 
it's you you roll it over and you hear it squeal. Oh wow! <laughs> and twitching around in your ball, and you're like, yes. Oh wait, you can see it in the ball. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! It's it's part of what makes it so fun. But the first time you roll up a human being, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you never forget your first human. <laughs> wow! Is um <laughs> is is like gravity an issue? Going up hills? Yes, it yeah. is. Um, and and like water. Also, the the smoothness of your ball is an issue. So like ah, if sure. you you you're rolling up these objects and uh in in accumulation it kind of makes your ball round but sometimes you'll roll up like a, a fishing rod or something and it's just really long compared to everything else yeah. and it's sticking out of one side of your ball and so when you roll over that side <laughs> your ball gets flung into the air awesome. and and so it like doesn't necessarily pick up anything underneath and so managing the angle of your ball and what you're picking up and hmm. um so you're choosing what you pick up yes you're not just like pick up everything in this level you, I mean, ideally, you're picking up everything, yeah. but the size of the object, you can't pick up objects of a certain size or weight until you're big enough. Mm. And so you're managing what you are picking up um, against where what is like remaining and, mm -hmm. and, and your pathing. And because you've got a time limit, you kind of make and you learn the optimal paths of like, okay, I'm going to go this way because I know there's a bunch of shrubs over here that I can pick up at this size and then yep. I'll go back over this way and pick up a bunch of warning signs and then I'll go back this way and pick up hats <laughs> Jesus and then I'll what? pick up pick up this family that's swimming in the pool oh my god <laughs> what's the uh, what's the biggest thing you can pick up um in Katamari Damacy which is the first one uh you get to the point where you're picking up skyscrapers and islands and stuff whoa um I think that's I, I was picking up clouds and stuff does that count? I picked up a lightning god. A what? A lightning god. Well, like a Thor. No. Like, did you say lightning god? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not, not Thor. Thor. Yeah, like... Diff no, different to Thor. What? <laughs> it's different to Thor, but it is a lightning god. Okay. It's a Japanese lightning god. Oh, okay. So it's got these, like, five circles around him. I don't know. Does water smooth out your ball? <laughs> no. No? Can you no. pick up water? No. Uh, you can't pick up water. But you can pick up, like, fish and jellyfish. Yep. And Boats and people oh in boats. And weird. This is weird. Whales, giant squid. Yeah. You can pick up superheroes fighting. You can... oh, that's <laughs> it's it's real weird, but I I love it so much. Uh, How long do you think you'll play this one? I mean, I beat it. Oh, it's, it's not very long, yeah. but it's so satisfying. And also, it's really cheap. If you've got a Switch, it's like thirty bucks or something mm. like that, or maybe even less. Thirty bucks. You can get Ashen for thirty bucks. Yeah. Can you really? On the Epic Store. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Well, right. you should you should give Ashen a go. Yeah. I mean, I might. Yeah. That Epic Store. Too. Yeah. You know? it, it, that would be cool because you've never played Dark Souls either, right? I played a little bit of Demon Souls at a, f at a friend's house okay, when it yeah. first came and out. And then I played a little bit of Dark Souls. And you're always giving me shit about Dark Souls, so yeah. I'd, I'd like to see your... Uh... Well, th the reason I'm giving you shit about Dark Souls is because they've got a lot of dumb stuff in there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, how do you get to that? How do you get back to the uh, asylum? It's an Easter egg. <laughs> you, you become an egg. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's right. great. Okay. <laughs> it's like a reward for crouching <laughs> seven minutes or oh something. God. Well, you'll, right, be happy totally that you, you'll be happy what? that I haven't found anything like that in Ashen. That uh, does actually make me happy. Yeah. Ashen is, yeah, a Ashen is a way more guided, like I was saying, way more guided. The, you, more, of, more of a traditional game, I guess, in that, in that way. I mean, look, I get the amusement from games like Dark Souls where like you, you walk through a doorway and out of nowhere you get crushed. Because, this yeah. Guy see, I, I always thought that was Dark Souls at its worst. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I it's it's amusing the first time it happens, and then it the it fact just becomes that, frustrating. Yeah, you have yeah. to like be paranoid around every doorway, and that doesn't seem fun to me. Yeah, and I, I, it's like, did you ever play like? Um, I think I may have talked about this before. Kaito Mario, or like these like ROM hacks of of Mario games, or or I want to be the guy. Have you heard of I want to be the guy? No, I've heard of I want to be the guy though. Um, I want to be the guy is like an ultra hardcore. Uh, platformer uh, of the vein of Kaito Mario, where you basically you like you're running along and uh, without realizing is it realizing it you stepped on an invisible switch which causes a spike to appear on the ground and you die, yeah. um, or you're running under a tree that's got apples on it and two of the apples will fall if you get too close mm. and crush you, and the other one will fly up as you try and jump over the tree or something, and so it'll it just screws you no matter yeah, what you do, yeah. and the whole point of that game is like. Um, you know, you repeat the same level over and over again, learning all the stupid hazards that there mm. are. There's no signaling for. Yeah, 
And that's what Dark Souls is well, to me. It It is, but I think that it, there's not a lot of that. What about mimics? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but there's a the thing is, like, mimics, um, there's a tell. Is there? The mimic chest is different. There's a chain, like, in Dark Souls 1, yeah. uh, the chain that keeps the, the chest on the ground, like, it, it, there's just a chain that is connected to the ground. A okay. mimic, that chain is in a different pattern. So, <sighs> once you realize that, it, uh, because the alternative is to just hit every chest. Okay. Right? But you can actually tell. Like, you, you go into a room and you see three chests. Yeah. And you're like, this looks suspicious. I bet one of these is a mimic. Yeah. And you look at the the chains. One yeah. one will be, like, slightly different. Why and are there like, chains on one? the ground? I don't know. It's Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anybody taking the chest. The contents in fu- inside, sure, whatever. Yeah. But this chest is very valuable. Yeah. But... Let's just put Dark it right Souls here next its... to this monster. <laughs> yeah. But Dark, Dark Souls is at its best when it's like um, like giving you a, like signals. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. When... I see fights where it's like there's lots of cool tells and beautiful animations. Yeah. And it's all about like sort of circling and watching and mm. predicting and, and going in for the kill when you can. Um, but then like that's the boss fights but in between the boss fights it's a lot of like I think, i'm running down a thin path and i get pushed off the side and i die i th- you gotta play dark souls 3 it's it's much more polished and like like all the stuff you're talking about all this all these things that you hate where you walk into a room and there's just like 10 guys behind the door like i that that was stuff that was like all over dark souls 2 and i hated it and yeah. I, I didn't get very far into dark souls 2 okay but dark souls 1 like Sometimes there was something like that, but like yeah. it was, it was never. Although occasionally it was, it was <laughs> never like you. You never like d- didn't see it coming, <laughs> except for when you did. Except for sometimes you. Did. <laughs> there was there was once there was one place I re- actually the worst I think in Dark Souls one was uh, these slimes that cling to the roof, and the <laughs> the way you find out about them because you don't look up much and it's a very it's a dark like sewer. Mm. Is that a slime will just land on you and like munch your face, and if you don't have enough life, it'll just kill you. So it's just a one shot. That's the other thing. I see a lot of stuff in Dark Souls where it's like a boss picks you up and hits you against the ground like four times in a row, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you I just know. Die. You you just got to dodge. No, but why? Get out of the way. Why? Don't why, let it hit you. Why the four hit animation? I don't know. It's it's a grapple. It's, but it's just an attack. You you know you've died. Mm-hmm. You now have to sit through fifteen seconds of watching you die. Yeah, yeah. It's um, just frustrating. Yeah, it, I mean it, it can be. I I seriously think Dark Souls Three is like the the best polished version of that. It's interesting because isn't that the worst reviewed of all of the Dark Souls? I, I games? thought two was. I think three might be. Really? Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, how I really, how does I really Ashen like, compare? I really like three. What? How does Ashen compare? Ashen compare? Yeah, like would it, it like you've played um, both? Uh, I honestly, I think it's easier. Like that's basically what. Not not difficulty. I'm talking like enjoyment. Um, I I actually like Ashen a lot more. It's it's for me. It feels like less stressful. It feels fairer. It feels okay. way more fair than any Dark Souls. Dark Souls always feels like it's really trying to kill you, but. Uh, it'll at least give you a hint that it's it's you know about to kill you even yeah. if that hint is like a split second um but Ash, ashen i think like they i can't even that like witch right that'll instantly kill you mm. it still gives you heaps of time to see yeah. it and it dude i whenever i die to it it's like yeah i did something wrong okay yeah. that's great it's it's definitely like at my fault right well that's that's exactly what i want i don't i want i want to feel like i can do better as opposed yeah. to yeah. oh i i just have to know that there's people there mm. now i i also beat this huge crab this <gasps> huge like hermit crab like thing. a giant enemy crab uh it's not that big okay but where was its weak spot oh uh, the shell space <laughs> it's body. Okay. <laughs> um yeah it was guarding a feather and i and i had to get this feather was that in the cave? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of like on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was a big deal, man. Because I didn't the even know about this freaking crap. What's the feather for? Oh, the f- It'll give you, like, uh, stat increases. Yeah, oh, okay. it boosts either your stamina or your health, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a bird? 
I don't know. What's the, what's the deal? They're, f- they're phoenix feathers, right? Because there's in the law, uh, like, there was, like, a phoenix or something. Yeah, that... something's rising, man. I, I think it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something's rising. Something's rising. <laughs> something's changing. Uh, yeah. The tide. Something's giving a light to the world. Yeah. Is it bread? Think, no, I think that I think that's a thing. Like, there's some giant bird that's called an ashen or something that... That yeah, makes like sense, that. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it goes through these cycles well, of, like, life cheap, and death. And it, yeah, I'll pick yeah. it up. Dude. Yeah, that Epic Store, that, that's probably one of the cool things about the Epic Store. Um, Prices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But also right. free stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I do love free stuff. And they've got that engine. You know, you can pick up that engine for free. The, the, un- the Unreal. Unreal engine. I mean, you can do that anyway. Yeah, but you need that launcher. <laughs> well, yeah, you pick up that Unreal engine and you get the store for free. Yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah, then perfect. it's, it's like Minecraft, store. but you could make entire video games Ooh. out of it. I mean, people have also done that in Minecraft. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're bound to these squares, That's you know? That's true. You're limited. <laughs> people, people have made some insane stuff in Minecraft. Yeah. Like, I saw someone, like, just recreate, I think it was, um, like, like, Mario 1. Like, and you're playing it, like, the... Yeah. Like, each block is a pixel, and it's, like, scrolling across this thing, and yeah. you're controlling a cool. character. Yeah, yeah there's there's been some pretty... Nuts creations uh, using redstone. Yeah, and and what's cool. crazy is like this video, like this this guy showed the how it all worked. Yeah, and it's just like it, it's you, it's like a city. Yeah, of just stuff. Logic gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's really impressive. The stuff you, I mean, uh, it's because they functionally put uh, basic coding language mm. in in that game. You know, it was interesting. Well, back before I I started working full time as a games journalist. I was freelancing as a games journalist, and one of the one of the first articles I did was cool user generated content from video games. And I think this might have this was before Minecraft was a thing, but mm. like um, I remember, Little Big Planet had oh, yeah. had one of the most comprehensive level creation tools, mm-hmm. and um, some French mailman uh, made a functioning calculator uh, cool. inside little big planet and i thought that was the coolest thing because he show he shows how like he shows himself doing basic calculations and then he shows how it's made and he so he flies up and it is just this enormous tower <laughs> of wires and like ropes and cogs and i was Pretty like great. very impressed um it's very cool yeah i love seeing what what enterprising people can do within a game engine it's very cool um We've we've got only a few minutes left. There's uh there's a great email. Uh, which one? The top one. The top one. All right, I'll read it out. <clears throat> hey guys, I'm a big fan since almost the beginning. Oh, since the almost beginning episode three or four, and really love your podcast. Thanks for uploading it on YouTube, where I listen to most of my podcasts. Although I failed to convince any of my friends to listen to you yet. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> get hey, get new friends. <laughs> Um, I recently managed to start my own podcast totally inspired by yours. Oh, thanks. The main difference being that we are three game designers. Well, I already like it more than ours. Cause mm-hmm. You, you got to get some artists in there. Nah, yeah. you're good. Um, <laughs> to balance out the opinions, you know. Yep. Oh, you're good. <laughs> uh, I'm two years out of game design school and could not really find a job right after. So I spent two years and counting making my own game, mostly alone, to use in my portfolio. That's a, that's a good move. My question is, when looking at game design applications, what is the most valuable non-studio experience? Uh, and then he goes on to say, to use me as an example, on one hand, I participated in many game jams where I made small, unfinished games. And on the other hand, I'm making a way bigger, polished game. Knowing that in the first case, I did mostly game design and team coordination, where on the other, I spend way more time, or way more of my time coding and drawing. Which experience is the most valuable to a studio? Thanks a lot. Thank you a lot for inspiring me, and have a very fun year in 2019. Thanks. There's, uh, this isn't signed by anybody. Nope, that's fine. They said not to use their real name, so okay. I just removed well, it. Well, thank you. I'm going to call you uh, Stuart. All Thanks, right. Stuart. Um, <laughs> Damn, you guessed his real name. He said not to say it. <laughs> Stuart Peanut Butter. Oh, what? How did you know? <laughs> uh, uh, so, I mean, I, I don't. Have you been? Have either of you been in a hiring position? A little bit. I'm, I think we've probably seen applications at the very least. Yeah. Um, I, I, obviously, it depends on what your what position you're applying for. If you're applying as a game designer, the best thing to show off is games that you've made. Mm-hmm. And um, 
uh, and, and giving us the, the capacity to try them out. Right? How did you land it? How did you become a uh, game designer at Radio? That is a good question. Can you write a favorable review for us? <laughs> and then oh, five years yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I it works. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a preview, and yeah. then uh, obviously that was enough to get me now. Um, uh, I had uh, heard that they, I mean, I, I had had a friend who, uh, he, well, he wasn't really a friend. He was just someone on my Facebook who, who he was a producer on Mountain Blade. Uh, and he, oh. we had the same birthday, and so I would I would occasionally. And you friended this guy? No, he friended me. Oh, um, because of that? Because I had reviewed one of the Mountain Blade games, ah. and uh, and then we chatted a little bit, uh, and uh, I asked him if he knew of any jobs going around. He said suggested I try talking to GGG, and I was like, oh heck yeah, I I remember really liking the game when I saw it. Um, so I just sent him an email, and at, said I wanted to see if they had any game design positions open. They did, and they sent me a design test. Um, but also in my resume, I had cited games that I'd worked on. So I had worked on a bad mobile game and some... Always good to, to have things that you'd worked on previously. <laughs> like you made a yeah. bad mobile game. Yes. Well, it was, it was, a, it was a game I, I had I designed. I worked on those. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, it, I mean, the game itself was fine. It, was, it wasn't good. Yeah. But it was fine. Um, uh, and uh, I'd worked uh, on some, like, social... On, on some, um, uh, uh, like, corporate ad game type things at at, a, at the ad agency I worked at. Yes, um, I remember you talking about you did this uh, display in oh, Melbourne yeah, yeah. for Wolverine. Yeah, I didn't work on that at all, but yeah, that was a thing that our company did. <laughs> I, I remember you saying, because I, I was in Melbourne and saw that, Yeah, and you were saying that, because it looked like it was motion. Yeah, it was meant to look like Connect. Like you, were, you had yeah. you put on these foam claws and you fought ninjas. Yeah. And um, it... But what was actually happening was there was a guy in a room watching you and tapping the ninjas that you quote unquote attacked. Yeah, and, and just killing them. So pretty great. No right. And you were that guy. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't that guy. However, we like, I was. We gotta, you were the guy. We gotta hire this guy. I did yeah. while I was working there. I worked yep. uh, at the Xbox booth, uh, it, at like a Australian Games convention where we had like a, a sort of uh, scavenger hunt thing at the booth. Okay. And um, so I helped helped people out with that. Um, but yeah, no, I think like really having games in your portfolio that we that the whoever you're applying to can try. Mm. If you're if you're drawing if you're if you're going for a game design position, um, but also I think most places probably have design tests to test uh, the your knowledge of the type of game that they are developing or or the position that you're going for, uh, and and also your design sensibilities and whatever key skills they need. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Just like having a good portfolio of work that you've done, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the same is true for art as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, probably if you, for if you've coding. worked on games, that's a, already a huge thing. Like even if they're crappy mobile games, it's like you've still, yeah, you've still got experience making an actual game. Yeah, um, and having like a a big polished game is obviously very impressive, especially if you've worked on it alone. But I don't even think it necessarily needs to be big and polished. I think most studios understand that when you're working alone, um, resources and time constraints mean that you're, you know, you might not spend as much time on art or bug test fixing and whatever it is. And and um, as long as you can show that the 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 like game design mechanics are sound, and the you know the the gameplay loop is fun, I think that's probably enough. Um, there was also this other thing I. Um, heard from Richard Taylor, the guy who owns Weta. And he was saying that he kind of looks for people that are just really interested and motivated and yeah. like genuinely into that thing. Yeah. Um, and you can show that off by just showing them projects you have worked on. Yeah. And um, just trying to convey that, you know, this is this is something you want to do, and you're passionate yeah, about. Exactly. If um, if you're working on your game it mean, by yourself, it means you're working without being paid. And that, you know that obviously shows passion and drive and motivation, mm-hmm. um, and that's huge. Yeah. So uh, I think obvi- right now you're probably doing a, exactly what you should be doing. Um, so it's just now at this point, if you're looking to get a job at a studio, just sending out applications, and um, and like any other job, it is to some degree a numbers game. You mm-hmm. just got to send out a lot of applications. There's going to be some percentage of people who don't reply. There's going to be some percentage of people yeah. who ask for an interview and you don't get it. And and like, 
I, I think uh, when you're in that situation, you should just also always be doing something, you know, always have a project going. Yeah. Because that's what I did. I was like, uh, you know, sending out applications, but then I'm just like working on my own stuff yeah. at the same time, you know, not just be, not just sitting around being like, oh, woe is me, why, why don't I have a, mm-hmm. a job and I'm not actively doing anything, you know? Like, yeah. Also understanding that the uh, video games industry moves a lot and that you better be like your technical ability better be up to snuff when, yep. when, uh, well, especially as a designer, it's, you know, if you can design a certain thing, but also implement it, yep. that, that's, uh, uh, that's a, huge. Yeah. A huge resource for that company. Yeah. Um, there's also, um, video game designers have also been hired based on like board games that they've. Yeah, like I, it's like, just, it, it really is making games. It doesn't yeah. matter what kind of game, really. Yeah. As long as you can show that you know how to make a sound game, like with the, you know, that your, your systems are clever and make sense and mm. um, work well together and, um, you know, that it, it, there's at least some semblance of balance and, you know, uh, if rules are clear, um, that's important as well. Like mm. it, your communication skills are very important, especially as a game designer. You're probably going to be talking to a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, and so making sure that you know how to talk to different people, how to communicate what you want effectively, it's very important. Podcasts are good for that, for brushing up on talking to people. Yep. Talking about things mm. around yep. people. Yeah. Yep. And, and yeah, <laughs> and I mean, talking about that, yeah, like networking, like you go to, you know, meetups or, or yep. whatever. Like I was going to, you know, the, uh, the, the game dev meetups like all the time when I was yeah. looking for work and yeah I mean it sounds like this this person's um doing the right going, things yeah doing the, mm. going to game jams which is a great a great net, networking place yeah. but I also like exactly what what you guys were saying um the, there are often like game development communities that have like weekly or monthly drinks and meetups or whatever mm. and going to those not just going to like the development stuff but going to the social stuff yeah um, yeah and talking to people and showing off your game it's all Getting feedback as well. Um, yeah. If you have experience uh, getting and responding to feedback, that's huge mm. because that's what you're going to be doing a lot of in a studio. Is you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna work on something and someone's gonna tell you it's wrong, <laughs> and you're gonna have to change it. And so having practice in in handling that is very important. Uh, I think that's probably it. Mm-hmm. You guys got any more advice? No nah, man, he he sounds like he's on the right track. <laughs> yeah, it does. I he think the last sh- time we had a question. Went... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I just mean Stuart uh, Peanut Butter. Sounds like he's on the right track. Yeah, yep. um, and I like your name. <laughs> yeah. Stewie P. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> um, all right, well, we're probably out of time at this point. We are. Uh, so if you've got questions, that was a great question. Thank you, Stuart Peanut Butter. Uh, you can email us at frontseatquestions at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at frontseatcast. Facebook.com slash frontseatcast is our Facebook page. FrenzyGamer.wordpress.com is our WordPress site. We've got comments on there. Sometimes we reply to them. Um, often it's my dad. Who comments on there. How yeah. often is it your dad? Quite often. Um, <laughs> YouTube.com slash FrenzyCast. We've got over 700 subscribers. Whoa. Are you one of them? Uh, Twitch.tv slash FrenzyCast is uh, where Severin sometimes streams stuff. Yep. When was the last time you streamed? Ah, uh, jeez. Was it that Ashen? I don't know. But um, yeah, I'll... I'll get back into it at some point cool I wanna, I wanna i'm, get I'm on it. the recovery tip uh yeah because i'm yeah i've been recovering from a dumb injury oh right yeah yeah, yeah. so i'll be getting back on it soon. i'm gonna have to find about out about that after the podcast i think we talked about it I'll... yeah at the start of the last podcast. yeah yeah which i didn't <laughs> add because it was too gross but i added your thing instead at right the end, the, because the, that was just even, gross enough even grosser <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, by the way very sorry about that i don't have any say in what blake puts at the front or end Often, in fact, I say, don't use that, and then he uses it. You do have a lot of say, because nine times out of ten, it's you. It's your say. (laughs) But I don't. (laughs) Anyway, we're on Spotify and iTunes and all the other stuff. Rate us. Tell your friends. We love hearing, uh, even when when your friends haven't listened, we love hearing that you've told your friends about it. Uh, And we love you for listening. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Blizzard record profits 800? Yeah. No.
record revenue. Very different. What's the difference? Revenue is total amount of incoming money. Not profit. N- not profit. Okay. So then you have to weigh that against the costs. Yep. And I don't know what their costs are. So I still if think they say fucked. record revenue, does that mean that they lost money, but they don't, or or, or the profit it, was very? It just small. means that the, the the profit margin could be thinner. Yeah, it could be lo- it could be a tax yeah. thing. It could be. Say that and be like, we're not paying taxes here. <laughs> um, yeah. Because of like this, this is revenue. Yeah, but they're so. <laughs> it's, it is now here's the thing uh, it it sounds scummy to lay off all these people um but my understanding of the people they laid off were in the publishing departments and like esports and all these things that are yeah. like secondary community, to game development community people which and it, it sucks to lose your job but like also that's how you run a company is when there yeah. are when there are are things that are unprofitable or are not necessary you you don't just keep them around because yeah well you, i think people like the had people. the problem that like it's a bummer to lose your job yeah but i think the thing that really felt like it was rubbing salt in people's wounds is them saying we had a record year yeah but like because like, without that's, that but that's still be, even so that's still how you run a company yeah if, but without, if ggg has a record year but we're not going to be putting out like i don't know if if suddenly we were a single player game or whatever, mm. we would we would we wouldn't keep our network guys sure. around, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah, but it it just it it seems insulting to the people that lost their jobs to say, "Hey, we're doing so great." Yes, absolutely. You know, that's I think yeah, that it, that is what people bad. had a problem with. If, if the they hadn't, is if they hadn't said that, if they hadn't if and people just lost their job. Well, that's just a bummer. Yeah, you know. But but that that is just business. Which you think the company is going to continue to grow, mm. and these departments grow also because of other decisions made years ago. Yes, but what if what if your current set of decisions they have no they have no role there? You know, they're not, what if they're, they're not making any more competitive games or you know whatever. But that's I mean. They said they're not releasing any games in 2019. Is that true? Yeah. Did they? They said no, no new game releases. They'll in probably announce stuff. Though, they'll probably there will be Hearthstone expansions. For them is almost like a release. Yeah, they'll probably announce Diablo, but yeah. there's and, and they'll I don't I don't think there's a new World of Warcraft coming. There's oh, no wait, new Starcraft. You're, you're telling no... me Diablo Mobile's not coming this year? Fuck! God Darn it. damn it! Um. So do you want to talk? Do you want do you want to start the podcast? Uh. Sure. Yep. But one, one, one last thing about that. Yeah. Like, at least I didn't see... We could talk about this on the podcast. Oh, sure, we could. But I... Or we could even, like, put it in the <laughs> Yeah, maybe we could. I don't know. I mean, we kind of talked it out. Like, I, I don't know. What do you have to say? Yeah, say, say your I was just going to say, like, at least uh, it sounds like people were paid their due. Yeah, I've heard that they, they're... They weren't, like, you know, how... Uh, what was that other company? Telltale. Telltale. Mm. Like people weren't getting people paid, and then they let them like, go. Yeah, no severance, no anything. Yeah, t- yeah. I think, <laughs> I think you had that confusion before. What are what's yeah, Double Fine doing these days? Uh, they re-released Grim Fandango on the Switch. 